Okay, good evening, good week. It is um, uh, 19th of Cheshpan, Motzei Shabbos. Today was Parshas Vayera. Um, we're continuing in Megillus Esther. We're still in chapter Perak Aleph. <coughs> Hello. Um, so the the king was having a party. It was really beautiful. Yada yada. Fine. Pasuk test for those following along. It says, "Gam vashti hamalka astam mishte nashim beit hamalchut asher lemelech achashverosh." Also, Queen Vashti made a party for the ladies in the the uh, house of the malchut uh, of the kingdom asher lemelech achashverosh, which which King Achashverosh has. Beyom hashvi'i. Next pasuk. There's no Rashi there. Beyom hashvi'i. Ketov liv hamelech biyayin amar lim human bizza charvoinim biksa vavkasa zeser vekarkas shivas asarisim hamisharsim espene hamelech achashverosh. And on the seventh day, um, when the the king's heart was gladdened with wine, he said to Mehuman, Bista, Harvona, Bigta, Avkata, Zetar, Vikarkas, the seven eunuchs servicing the the face of the king Achashverosh. What did he say? Right in the pasuk ends in the middle of his sentence. But Rashi, Biomashvi'i, Rashi says Biomashvi'i, Rabatenu, Amrum, Shabbat Haya. Right, the the sages instructed us, said that when it says Biomashvi, why does it specify it was the Biomashvi? Because it was the seventh day. Right, we had um, the um, he made a 180 day party and then he made um, and then he made a, he made a 180 day party for all the fancies, all the VIPs, and then he made a seven day party for the you know the lumpen proletariat, you know the regular people, and um, on this seventh day it was Shabbos, right? The seventh day of this party was Shabbos, and and uh, the Gemara says that Queen Vashti would bring Jewish women to the palace to be her slaves, and she would make them. Um, um, work naked, and she would make them work on Shabbos. Okay, so she got Mita connected Mita on Shabbos, as we'll see. Now we, it's on Shabbos that the whole thing goes down with her, and she's forced to be naked, and she is killed because she misarev. Um, uh, she refuses the the order of the king. But we'll get there in a moment. So what did the king command his his sarisim, uh, his eunuchs? The havi et vashti hamalka to bring Queen Vashti before the king in the in the keter machut, in the crown of uh, sovereignty of of uh, kingship, royalty. Thank you. Laharos haamim v'hasarim et yofia kitovat marehi to show to the nations and the ministers her beauty and how nice she was to look at, right? Once again, all the VIP are, are having a big Fabrengan in the king's palace and all the ladies are having a big Fabrengan in the women's palace, right? Lord knows what's going on in the, you know, I don't want to even, you know, discuss what is for certain happening all over the place there. Um, so he wants Vashti to come in. What does it mean, wearing the, the crown? It means wearing only the crown. Vitimaena Amalka Vashti. No. So he says, Bring me my queen. And it's so it's important to know also that Vashti, right? So we know that 
Ahasuerus was not from royalty, right? So how did he become royalty? You can't just make yourself royalty. You might have the fanciest... Um, what, did he have a throne in the world? Now that Shlomo Melech's throne is not around. Um, but that doesn't make you a king. How do you become a king? You have to marry a queen. So who did he marry? He married Vashti. Vashti is the granddaughter of Nebuchadnezzar, I believe. So she is, it's on, in her schus, in her merit, in her malchus, that he was able to be king. So when he says, come out naked wearing only the crown, he's, it's, 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 he's doing a dafka to humiliate her, right? Say, oh, you're the queen? You're only here because you're, you're a sexy woman and you have this crown, right? If you weren't sexy or if you didn't have a crown, um, I wouldn't have any, any reason for you. You wouldn't have any, any, any power here, right? But he's saying that he wants to show off how, how, uh, how good-looking she is to the whole world. She, she refused to, to go according to what the king uh, commanded. When she was uh, she, she was in the hands of the, of the eunuchs, I don't know. Um, and the king got angry, very much so. And his anger burned within him. Rashi says, the sages say, she sprouted leprosy in order that she should refuse to come out. Banot Israel here, and then he brings up the the, the midrash from the Gemara, Lefi, uh, because what, Hashem made her get saras, right? She would have gone out naked, right? Even though it was embarrassing, and this, I guess, not embarrassed. I guess that was their thing. They were so um, so 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 low. So uh, what's the word? Grub. So gas. Uh, she would have come out, but she got saras. Her she she broke out in leprosy. So in order that she wouldn't. Hashem made it so that she got leprosy, so that she would refuse because she looked ugly, in order that she should get killed. Why? Because she was uh, stripping naked the Jewish women, and she made them do work b'shabes. Right? Nigzar shetifshat aruma b'shabes. It was it was decreed in heaven that she should be stripped naked on Shabbos. Right? And the king got angry. Right? She sent him back. Right? There's a lot. It's very interesting. What I found when I, the first time I ever, I think I've only learned this through Be'un once, but you hear it every year, twice a year, and you, you learn a little bit here, a little bit there, learn some chasidahs, learn some uh, drushim, it's very nice. But when you actually go through it and you see like uh, the, 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 a lot of the communications in this one said to this one, this one said to that one, it happens through messengers. It's very interesting. A lot of the communication in Esther is really indirect. Right, I'm not a uh, a Bucky in the Tanakh at all. I don't know any Tanakh. Let's just stick with the Chumash. Right, how many letters are there in the Chumash? How many messengers? There's, you know, Yaakov sends messengers to Esav. Esav sends so Yaakov and Esav communicate through messenger. Um, but Avram meets with a whole bunch of people. We see him having like Yechidas with a whole lot of people. Yitzchak doesn't really talk to anyone. He t- talks to who is it? The king of Grar. He's in Grar, right? Um, and uh, Yaakov is, you know, when he's not, he he, he communicates with Esau for through messengers, but he's also full on with Levon. And uh, Yosef and his brothers and Paro and there's very seldom messengers. But this book, 
this this the save for Esther is like just full of messengers back and forth, back and forth. Um, so maybe maybe we can figure out if that if that has any 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 uh, deeper meaning to this, right? Because ultimately, what we're trying to do here, what I'm trying to do, what I think is important about learning Esther, if Esther is right, for Rubenu says that that all the beginnings now come from Purim, right? So that's important, right? So so Rubenu says the beginnings used to come from Yitzias Mitzrayim. Now all the beginnings come from Purim, which is to say that 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 initially before Rubenu, um, we were focused on the first Geula Shlema. Right, of Mitzrayim, and that's why all the mitzvahs. This is Zechel Tzimus Mitzrayim, and this is Zechel Tzimus Mitzrayim. We have to remember, Lamantis Kohen is called Yom Tzimus Mitzrayim. Blah 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 blah. Right, all the time. Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim. Fine. But after the Gula Shlema, it's just going to be about Purim, right? So, so within Purim, it's all these secrets of the final. What's the final Gula going to look like? It's all in here. You know, I don't know what it means. I don't, you know, I don't know where to find it. I don't know, well, like, which button to push, which word I have to say, you know, seven times after fasting for a month or something, to, um, you know, to to do the final tikkun. If I if if I knew it, I would, you know, I'd try and, you know, I would tell everyone so we could all try and do it together. You know, um, start like a GoFundMe or something. Um, but um, yeah, so so I want to try and like figure out what's going on with the gula. Okay, so to to make meta commentary, um, let's let's get into it a little bit and see what comes up. But until then, we're just going to stick with trying to translate. Maybe say some midrashim here and there. The king was mad, and she sent message back to him via the sarisi. Right, we know that in uh, royal palaces, right. as Mel Brooks tells us, it's good to be the king, which is to say, you know, when you're the king, you can kind of uh, have your way with any woman that you choose. Um, you know, just like kings today can have their way with any uh, money that they choose. Uh, so it's, you know, different but related. <sighs> Right, so she kind of signed her own death warrant when she messed with the Jewish girls on Shabbos. Okay, so she sends a message back to the king. The king gets very mad, and he goes, Right? And and the king said to the to the say to the wise men, the chachamim, those that knew the times, but this is the, the word of the king. Before all those that know dat, religion, dalatav, vidin, and judgment. What does Rashi say? Right, so so it says that so she responds that she doesn't want to come out naked. So the king says to the sages, those that knew the times, because it's sort of like a parenthetical or, you know, uh, asterisk, uh, sub, uh, you know, uh, footnote, because this is the, 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 the way of the king before the kichen the, devar, like the, the king would say things, right? He says, he speaks to the, the wise men, because this is the way the kings do things. They say things before those that know law, uh, custom and uh, custom and law. 
the hakarov elav, and the, I, I want to go back and, and go through it, but but um, just want to get the idea down. Hakarov elav, and that, those who were close to him, karshan asheisar admas asarshish meres marsana mimuchan shivas sariparas umadai roi penehamelech ayoshvim roshonim b'malchus kedas mala asos b'malka vashti al asher lo asa es ma'amar hamelech achashverosh biad asarizim. Right, it's crazy. This is like this is like weirdly. It's it's very hard. There, there isn't a flow to this in terms of like linguistics that I'm comfortable with. This is not written according to the syntax of um, you know a Western ear. Um, the king says to his sages, those that knew the the times, which Chazal say is the um, I think the B'nai Yisachar specifically, not just like Am Yisrael, not just like the Jews in his court, but I think you, if I remember correctly, Chazal says that it's specifically B'nai Yisachar that they knew the um, you, what is it Yodea Ha'itim? They were they were really good with Hilchos Birkos Birkos Achodesh or Kiddush Levana, something like that, right? Um, at this time, right in this time, we're between Temple One and Temple Two, so we obviously would have had sages that knew all the complicated laws of Birkos Levana. So he speaks to those that know the Birkos Levana to be to, to ask him legal advice because this is the way that kings do things. They speak before people who know the rules and the laws, right? They have a, a legal legal team on staff at all times. And those who are close to him are these advisors, Karshana Shesar Admasa Sarshish Meris Marsana Mimuchan. There's seven ministers that were close to the king. The last one, Mimuchan, is we will see very important. The seven ministers of Persia and Medea who saw the face of the king and who sat first in his chamber. Okay, so he's got he's got next to him he's got this some rabbis on the one side, and he's got his political advisors on the other side. Kedat ma lasot. He said he wanted to know what is the the custom, right? Not din, right? He mentions here dot v'din, custom and law, custom religion. You know the word dot. Um, I don't exactly know how to translate it, but I think custom, religious custom, traditional custom. Um, What's the custom? What to do with the queen? With Queen Vashti, Al Asher, because that she did not do the statement of the king Achashverosh in the hand of the eunuchs. I don't know why the hand of the eunuchs is so important, right? He asks this. I mean, it's, it sounds very Malchuti, right? A king, where that's the concept of the royal we. The king does not say I, right? The king does not say I was offended. Right? The king is in office, right? The king. It's the, the king must speak in the third person when he's addressing his court because he is fulfilling a role, right? The idea of a king is, is even above the person who is the king, right? The, that is why um, when addressing a king, you speak to him in the third person and he speaks about himself in the third person, right? It's like uh, when we, you know, from Achashverosh to the Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Havdil, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, you would say, is the Rebbe okay today? Right? Um, and I don't know if I've ever seen the Rebbe refer to himself in the first person, but that, you know, when you speak to a big tzaddik, is the, is the, how is the Rebbe doing today? How is the Rav doing today? Right? Um, it's it's uh, a custom of respect that uh, people don't, you know, Understand much less, you know, live with these days. But so he asks, uh, "What to do?" 
says, hey, Jews, what do I do? And the, and the ministers are all there. Um, what's, the, what's the rule? What do we do with, the, with, with this woman? Uh, any, any other Rashi's there? Uh, the ministers that were close to him, to right the the ministers which were what does it mean hakarov love the ministers the ministers which were close to him that means the ministers that he that he um he would speak to he would give the he would you know uh, uh, speak in front of them freely and they would give him advice kedas malasos musav al v'yomer hamelech lechachamim right this is this is going back to the idea that the the that he spoke to the chachamim and asked them what to do. And it says, so he asks the, the rabbis and the ministers what to do. And it says, V'yomer Mamuchan, and Mamuchan, the seventh, right, he's the last of the advisors mentioned, so he's the least important. He responds, Lifnei HaMelech, V'hasarim, and the ministers, Lo al HaMelech levado avtavashti hamalka. He says, the king says, what do I do? And he's, Mamuchan steps up, he says, it wasn't just against the king alone. That Vashti, the Queen Vashti, um, transgressed, mistook. Right, Ivut is like a, a mistake in uh, in like connections. Right, if something is if if something is wired improperly, it's like you could say Ivut be bechivut, the chivut meuvat, the the wiring is incorrect. Right, so not only was the the Queen incorrect. In a transgressive manner against the king, ki al kol, but rather al kol hasarim, all the ministers, ve al kol haamim, and all the nations, asher bechol medinas, which in all the countries, hamelech achashver, the king achashver, one hundred twenty-seven nations. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That's harsh, right? So, uh, 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 right? So the 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 Gemara, interesting. The Gemara says. Where did the Chachamim go? Right? First he addresses the Chachamim, the, the Yodea E-team, which we explained was the Jews, the rabbis. Um, and it's, it's, it's one of the secular advisors who, the, who steps up and, and gives an answer what to do. Right? And it says in the Gemara that the Jews said, uh, they, they had, uh, you know, they're Jews, so they had a whole, you know, they had two, two opinions and this and that. They said, if we say, you got to kill her. You know, yeah, you, you trans. The king tells you to do something. You got to do it, or you can. You're killed. Then they said, "But what if? What if we say we got to kill her?" And then he wakes up tomorrow and he regrets it, right? Which we see that he does. So they were correct. Um, and then he says, "Those Jews told me to kill my wife, right? Off with your heads." Or we say, "Don't kill her." Then maybe the king will say, "Oh, I shouldn't kill her." You think I should be merciful on this woman who disrespected me? Off with your heads. Right? So they realize they're either damned if they do, damned if they don't. Right? You want to be a, a, a court Jew? You want to live in the palace? You want to be a, a, a high-class uh, slave for the, for the royalty? Um, you lose the ability to, uh, to, to speak freely. Right? So they end up saying nothing. Right? So the... Uh, their 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 wisdom and their knowledge and their and their intrinsic uh, power, um, they've denuded themselves because they're so afraid of losing their their heads and losing their positions and losing their covet. So who steps up? Memuchan, Memuchan. We find out is Haman, right? Chazal say that Memuchan, the sage Memuchan, is Haman. 
Right, what does he say? He says, not only before, he says before the king and the ministers, right, he, he uh, stands up, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, he says before the whole world, the, the, the video cameras are there, it's being, you know, it's being uh, uh, live streamed to C-SPAN, right? Um, not on the king alone did Queen Vashti mistake, mm-hmm. but against, rather against all of the ministers and all of the nations, which are in all of the countries of the King Ahasuerus. Ah. And everyone stands up and claps, right? And, and uh, Vashti's lawyer is, you know, crumpling up papers and, you know, kicking the floor, you know, like in a courtroom drama. <sighs> what is he saying? This is, right, this is, this is the voice of Haman, right? Haman is Hamina Itzaseh, he's the Nachash, he's the Itzahara, he's the, the, the Amalek, right? He's the, the he's, he's, he's Hitler, he's the Iker of everything bad, everything that's out to get Am Israel, right? And what is he saying? He's saying, King, baby, your wife, she messed up. But you gotta know, we all know she messed up, but what you don't understand is that she didn't just mess up, she didn't just insult you, baby. She insulted you in front of your friends. She insulted you in front of your subordinates. She insulted you in front of the entire world. Dude, they're laughing at you. The New York Times is running editorials about how weak you are. Because your wife... Your wife doesn't listen to what you say. How are you going to run a country? Are you going to win a war? Are you going to tell France that they got to surrender? They're just not going to come. They're just, oh, no. Your, your wife doesn't listen to you. Why should we? Baby, you do not want that. You've got to show her who's boss. You've got to show the world who's boss here. You've got to kill her. Right? Because that's what the Itzahara ultimately is doing. Right? I have a little problem... I have this issue, I have that issue, fill in the blank. Sitter, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. I have to do this. I have to go here. I'm, I'm, I'm lacking in this. I'm weak here. I'm tired here. I'm angry here. Uh, but what is that voice in my head? What is that little humming voice in my head? So he says, you know, David? He says, it's not just a little mistake. Don't think this is a little mistake. This is... Your wife knows. Your kids know. Your neighbors know. Your friends know. The guys at shul know. Your clients know. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Everyone knows that you messed up. And if you don't own up to the fact that you're a loser in front of the entire world <laughs> you gotta do something drastic now baby <sighs> so that's the Itzahara Itzahara ain't friendly and he ain't nice but that voice in my head telling me that the whole wide world is laughing at me that's not real that's Memuchan and with that have a wonderful evening.